you guys. This is Jamie English. I hope you guys are doing wonderful and well and, you know, thriving in all of these changes that are taking place. I know for me, it's, I'm not going to say a struggle, but it's it's challenging. Like, a lot of, it's so many shifts and changes that have been happening now and that have happened, like, in July. And it's just like, like, for me, it's, it's just like shaking up certain things for me. So, um, I I want I want my life back, you know. But anyway, I hope you are learning, growing during these times and like even asking questions like what what is this? What what's going on, you know, what can I learn from this? Um what can I add to my life, you know, in spite of the situation? Versus being, like, discouraged and, you know, living in a fear-based mindset. Anyway, that's not even why I came to talk to you. <laughs> I just kind of rambled there. <clears throat> but I wanted to go back on to talk to talk about the topic of receiving because I did get questions about it. And I know people's, people are, you know, are more curious about it. And I even went back and listened to my very impromptu last podcast about receiving. And I realized I left a lot of things out. So... I don't have notes, this is impromptu too, but hopefully I'll be able to cover and shed some light on, you know, the power of being a receiver. Um, So let me just go back about why most people aren't receivers and, you know, the fact that they're not even realizing that they're blocking themselves off. Um, When a person is wounded or hurt by another person, and that could be in the form of whether heartbreak, Maybe when you were a child, you were disappointed by a parent, another mother, father, whoever. Um, you know, just like a huge foundational disappointment that kind of shook your world and you never really dealt with those feelings or emotions that come up with that. Um, and, you know, what we don't realize is those things play out in our reality and in our, in our adult life, you know, as we grow up. Um, it could be our, your first heartbreak. Um, those things come up and they're, you know, you don't realize like the impact that they had on you because, until you're, you become like older and more aware and maybe you hear somebody speak about how, you know, you need to deal with your emotions. I talked heavily on emotions earlier this year and last year. Um, I'm not really talking about it as much anymore unless it's like through like podcasts or whatever um, because I just feel like people aren't receivers even of the information. You know, so it's like it, it just kind of falls on deaf ears or, yeah, falls on deaf ears. So I just kind of stop. But, like, I don't feel guided to talk about it right now or anymore at this at this moment. So I, I got to even shut down, like, a bunch of projects I was working on. I even shut down my YouTube channels, like, because it was just time to stop and, you know, shift my focus elsewhere. Um, plus, I was doing those things for, like, years, at least six, seven, maybe even eight years. So it was just time for a change. But, um, yeah, so when you have that, like, major heartbreak, major disappointment, major, you know, even setback, it allows you to not want to trust other people because those foundational people, whether it was a parent that disappointed you or broke your heart, um, a love that, you know, disappointed you and broke your heart, like, you you say to yourself subconsciously, listen, if I can't trust this person, 
I can't trust nobody. Like, you, you teach yourself to believe that, and you see it and you learn it in society. So when those emotions aren't healed, meaning, you know, you take the time out to process that situation and really recreate that experience, Actually, you know what? I probably need to go back and do that for myself. I just thought about something. Let me write that down. <laughs> I just had an idea because I'm going to share with you um, briefly about a recent situation that came up for me. Um, when you don't go back to recreate that experience and allow yourself to feel those feelings that come up, and you kind of, most people bury those feelings inside and they kind of just, think they'll just go away with time because that's what we're taught. Time heals all wounds, right? But it doesn't. Like, they're still there. We just bury them so deep that we kind of become conditioned to overlooking those things. So, hold on, I gotta write this down. Wow, I just thought about something that's really gonna help me in my situation. <laughs> um... And you put up a wall. And, you know, I do emotional release, um, sweat, a.k.a. heart wall clearings, a.k.a. removing trapped emotions. It's just so many different terms for these things. And, you know, most people have heart walls in place. It's an invisible wall that you create around and put around your heart and around your energy, your your, your human energy field, right, because it's designed to protect you. You think it's protecting you, right? From getting hurt, from de- being disappointed, from, you know, other people coming in and kind of ruining your life or ruining your spirit or whatever. You put that wall up and you're, you're, you think you're protecting yourself, right? And to a certain degree, you could be like you're protecting yourself from people coming in or hurting you. But what you don't realize is that that wall not only blocks those people but it also blocks your receiving and that could be receiving whether it's money whether it's a compliment whether it's love whether it's peace whether it's happiness joy like freedom like you block off yourself to protect yourself and that wall is preventing all of these other amazing glorious things as well from entering too right because you don't trust you got this wall up you know, so that's why most people aren't receivers because they do that. They it's, it's, it's habitual. That's all they know of how to deal with and process emotions. They put up a wall and they block people out. And it doesn't. And it's it's such like it's so discreet or like what's the word? Um, it's another word I'm looking for, but I can't think of it right now. It's so subtle. That's the word subtle. Because like for instance, let's say for me. I had, a, I had a heart wall. My heart wall was, like, a, over a 1,000 feet, and it was made of, like, iron. And I, I cleared my heart wall back in, like, what, I think it was, like, 2018, I think it was. But so when I had a heart wall up and people come into my life, they still, like, people still can come in. It's just they can't get to, like, the depths of my soul because of my heart wall. So it's not like you don't, you know, no one comes in. Like, no money comes in. It's not like that. It's just the flow of abundance that's naturally available, right, to the receiver and to the giver that's naturally there from the moment we were conceived and created. That is blocked. So, um, it's yeah, like I said, it's very subtle changes, very subtle things 
that we do subconsciously, um, thinking that we're, like I said, protecting ourselves, helping ourselves, but really we're blocking ourselves. And what I've found and have seen in people who were heartbroken by, you know, major figures in their life, whether it was a parent or lover or both, they block off love. So, like, they will um, put up the heart wall, protect themselves, and, like, when someone comes in to love them or to give to them or to help them, they reject because they are not receivers because they are hurt somewhere deep down inside, right? Um, and, okay, so that's one scenario. Another scenario is what I've noticed and discovered is, like, like okay, so a person like that can still accumulate money and, like, wealth, right? But guess what? It's not, they're not open to the natural flow in which it comes. They actually work hard to achieve those things, right? So you can, like, I don't want you to think, oh, I'm not a receiver, I can't receive money. No, you can receive money, but guess what? You're going to have to work damn hard for it. So hard that you don't have a peace of mind within yourself. So hard that you're not happy when you go home. You got all these great material things, but you're not happy within yourself. Right? I, I can't say that. Okay. Because <laughs> I know of a situation. I know a few people, but I don't want to. I can't say it. Um, but I've noticed that about people. Like, they acquire the money, um, but then they, you know, and they have all these things, you know, great homes, great cars, you know, money, in, like a lot of money in a bank account. But you deal with these people one-on-one, and I'm like, wow, like, where is your peace? You're not happy. Like, what, what's going on? You know, because, because they block themselves off from the natural flow of abundance, which encompasses not only money, but love, um, peace, joy, like freedom of life. Like, or they're like, they're, they um, have these like rigorous schedules. So where they have to maintain the money and they, they're just not happy. They're not, they're not at peace. So, um, I mean, I, in my life personally, I just encounter a lot of people who aren't receivers. Like, they, they can't receive a compliment. They can't receive information. They reject, deny. Um, they can't receive money. I've attempted to give people money before just out of my own personal wanting to do it and to give. I got rejected. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're just not a receiver. For love, I give love to some people. They reject it because they're not receivers. Um, and that's because, like I, like I said, of a of past hurt um, slash wall slash, you know, putting up that blockage to protect themselves in their minds. But it really is blocking off all these other beautiful things and great things from entering their lives. Another reason why people um, aren't receivers is because it's learned behavior. You know, you learn, you inherit those belief systems of your parents and or whoever raised you, your grandparents, and you kind of adopt those beliefs as truth. So, like, for instance, I know when I, we were younger, some, you know, of my younger friends, their parents would, like, tell you, like, if someone offers you, offers you something, say no or no thank you. 
right? Like you couldn't receive it because that's that was their belief system, and they adopted the kids. They put those belief systems on their children, and their children adopted them as the truth. Like, okay, no, I can't receive it, and it just becomes habitual. You just get used to doing it, right? Um, yeah. Even if you want it, like, like I could see if it was something that I really didn't want. Um, but if it was something that I really wanted, but I felt an obligation to say that I didn't want it, whether that be because I'm prideful or I'm in my ego, because I feel like if you give me something, that's another thing. People have these belief systems like, oh, if you give me something, the person is going to want something in return from you. So you just say no to prevent that from happening, which is another limit, limiting belief system um, in place. And it's like that blocks off the flow. Like, oh, my God, this is a big one. Okay, so God, right? God is, lives within us, right? So, like, for me, I have a personal relationship with God, right? I move and ask for help and, you know, whenever I'm supposed to give or whatever the case may be, I... God is like my source of that information. For me, trusting my intuition, trusting the spirit that lives within, right? So if I decide to give something to someone, whether that be money, whether that be love, whether that be advice, whatever it is, right? And the person rejects it because they're not a receiver. Guess what? You're rejecting (laughs) the God in me. So you reject me. Guess what? You reject God, too, in the process, you know. But at the same time, people might be praying for something, right? Oh, God, I want it. I want this. Or can you send me this? Or help me with this. He sends it in the form of a person, and you still reject it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make sense <laughs> to be to reject what is sent to you not realizing you're rejecting the source of all things, you know? So, um, yeah, that's that's why I think it's super important to be a receiver, be open. Um, okay, a few personal stories. The other day I went out, did my little taco Tuesday, and I'm starting in Charlotte, and my intent when I went, when I was going, because I'm like, I want to give more. Um, is like, okay, I'm going to buy the first round of drinks for everybody who comes, right? Because I'm just, a, I'm such a giver. But again, I'm such a receiver too, right? So that was my intent. And I was like excited to do it, right? So we get there and my friend, my first friend is there and she's like, okay, let's get a drink. I'm like, cool. So she had her, took her money out to pay for the drink. And I was like, oh, well, before I saw her, I didn't even see it. I was like, I'm going to pay for our first round of drinks. She was like, oh, I was just about to pay for our drinks I was like oh, okay great like so I let I allowed her to do that I didn't say oh no 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 don't do that you know like and that's what people who aren't receivers do they stop you from um giving because they're not receivers like some people wouldn't have taken that drink like because they would have felt this obligation like oh she's gonna want something or I have to do something for her or you know they put all these attachments and limitations to the process so I was like oh, okay cool she already had her mini out. I was like, okay, cool. So I'll just buy the next one. It's like, cool. So it was like, I'm a receiver. Like, my intent was to go and give to them. And then here she is wanting to give to me. And I'm like, cool, I'll receive it. And, you know, our next round of drinks. Actually, our next round of drinks we got for free. The lady forgot to put them on our um, thing ticket. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I ended up giving her more of a tip. 
Um, but it's just it's just in constant flow. I'm in constant flow of giving and I'm in constant flow of receiving. I don't turn it away. Now, if there's something I didn't, somebody just wanted to give me something and I didn't really like it, I probably would take it anyway and just be like, okay, thank you, and just kind of give it to somebody else. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm such a receiver. I'm such a receiver. It could be the biggest thing to the smallest thing. Okay, so that's the first thing. What was that? I had another story. Um, but I kind of forgot it. Wait, or forgot which part. Okay, no, I don't have it because I don't have it in relation to this message. Anyway, so, you know, a big part of learning to be a receiver is really looking at and asking about the things that allow you to not receive and let those things come up. I do a lot of meditation almost every morning, and I would just recommend you either pray about it or, you know, go into meditation and ask before, or, oh, this is a great one, write down um, the question on a, like a note card or something before you go to sleep and put it under your pillow. And if you're good at interpreting dreams, it could come through your dreams. Um, but for me, in meditation, messages, like things that I ask for, I can usually gather the information in the process. But I know some people, you know, it takes time to, like, build that skill. Um, but the answers will come to you. And being, you have to be a receiver of the information when it comes to, oh, that's the thing. But, you know, understanding when that belief system came up for you. Like, when, at what age did you just, did you decide that I, I'm not going to be a receiver. I'm going to, like, I'm not going to receive things because I was hurt or wounded and or I inherited the emotions, I mean, I'm not emotions, the belief systems of my parents or whoever raised you, um, and that's what allows you to be a receiver. Then you have to clear it um, and, you know, clear it continuously because you figure, you know, let's say if you're 30 plus, 20 plus, 40 plus, whatever, you listen into this, you had, 20 plus years of being that way so it's going to take time to clear that way of life and that way of thinking out and clearing out those limiting belief systems so that um you can welcome in abundance like you don't have to worry about money that's just an example like you don't have to worry about it it's just naturally there if you get in flow of who you are clear your limiting beliefs you know stand in your power you know love on yourself you know knowing who you are caring about yourself, loving on yourself, taking care of yourself, honoring yourself. Like, when I honor myself and love on myself, guess what? I'm honoring God. Like, I love myself. I care about myself. I, I do something special for myself every day, right? Um, so, like, I'm open to the flow of abundance. I no longer have to worry about really anything, and especially money. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope this helps you be well. <laughs>